Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave. Hello, everybody. It's January 8th, 2024. Happy Monday afternoon. I hope everyone's doing well out there. I got all your entertainment news. Namely, we've got Golden Globes. Uh, wild night of the Golden Globes last night. I've got those stories for you. I've got offended newscasters. Uh, New York Post saying Joe Coy bombs at the Golden Globes, blames writers. I'm going to play a few of these clips for you. Uh, you know, I'm a, look, I'm a stand-up comedian here. It is the worst room you could imagine would be the room where you have to get laughs out of an audience of people that are there all dressed up, narcissists, self-centered A-listers, and they're all there just waiting for their night to shine. And then we got Joe Coy gets the gig 10 days ago because no one else wanted it. Why does no one else want it? Because it's sucks because we just live in a time. I mean, very few people are made for this type of role. You know, Ricky Gervais, he comes in as a Brit, aloof and condescending and, oh, we love it. We, you know, and then Joe Coy comes in, does something similar. And we're like, dude, what's going on here? So anyway, I'm going to play a few clips from this. I've got an update on the Clayton Eckert paternity scandal that is going to blow your socks off, including new legal threats being made to the moderators of Justice for Clayton, a subreddit made for Clayton Eckert to... Uh, get his truth out there, and his truth will be coming out there with a Nick Vial interview, which anyone who follows my channel is a little bummed out, actually. Uh, and I, I made a video about this today, giving you my thoughts. I'll get into that. I'm happy that Clayton is getting his story out to a new audience, a potentially bigger audience than ours. And, um, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing for him. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we are not going to let the history be rewritten. We'll get into that story and more. But first, let's jump into the Golden Globes. Joe Coy bombs at the Golden Globes, blames writers, and here's how that went. I, I don't know if he bombed. I mean, he got laughs. Have a listen. Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. So there he is getting laughs. He did the thing that only that stand-up comedians are really good at, where he he's clearly telling jokes that aren't landing with an audience. You know, what you have to realize when you host the Golden Globes, I think, is that you want your jokes to land with the audience at home, not the audience in the room. And you might be saying, hey, these jokes didn't land with either. But I love the fact, and look, some people in my comment section said, oh, this, this sucks for the writers. He threw them under the bus. Well, who cares? I mean, in the end, he's on stage, and when you're on stage, stage you have it's you have a it's sink or swim baby it's like how am I gonna win the room over and he's and he basically says you know what I got the gig 10 days shut up I love it you got you're kidding me right <laughs> slow down I wrote some of these and they're the ones you're laughing at look <laughs> that's Robert De Niro's here I'm oh so so he got a laugh out of um, Jim Gaffigan who's obviously a very well-known and respected stand-up comedian no comic wants to watch another comic bomb on stage it's the worst but hey life happens sorry I'm a fan I'm a fan I'm fanning out I love you Robert okay if it's awkward I'm sorry I'm sorry I had to do that in front of you I know it sucks 
All right, so anyway, he moves on. Uh, hold on a second there. He moves on and actually is in the news. Yeah, you never, as the, as the host of the show, you never, never want to be in the news for the wrong reasons. This is a, <laughs> this is a clip I'm going to share with you from GB News, which I'm guessing stands for Great Britain News. To be quite honest, I have no idea. Uh, but this is, oh yeah, Britain's Newsroom. Have a listen. Now, it was no surprise to many that Oppenheimer was a big winner at the Golden Globes Awards last Last night, taking home five awards, including the top prize. But some eyebrows were raised uh, by the comedian and host Joe Coy, one of the worst hosts I've ever seen or heard of, by the way, mm-hmm. who took a silly swipe at the rules. Let's have a listen. Well, you got more? You're clapping like nine, really? Just a great series about a rich, white, dysfunctional family, all scheming. Oh, no, that's the crown. That's the crown. I'm sorry. <laughs> How great was Imelda Staunton in the crowd? Oof. Well, let's speak now to showbiz reporter Stephanie Tetchy. Andrew, isn't it impressed? Stephanie, before we get into the awards... So anyway, Andrew goes, this is the worst host of all time. And the clip they showed was where he took a jab at the crown. It's like, aren't we allowed to make fun of the crown? I mean, we're in the United States of America. I mean, don't make me listen. We're not playing the uh, Great Britain National Anthem, whatever. The- we live in a... Co- we left your asses. We don't need that. This is the American Golden Globes. Okay, anyway. Uh, so look, folks, I mean, just absolutely... Absolutely wild out there. We'll have some more Golden Globe talk, but I first have to give a good shout out to our sponsor of the week, and that's Microdose Gummies. You guys know this. I'm moving on Saturday to Tennessee, and let me tell you, there is no better way to pack for your move than with some Microdose Gummies. Uh, Microdose Gummies deliver the perfect entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. I like to take a Microdose Gummies and have a coffee. I like to I like to confuse my brain. Am I high or am I amped up. How about both? Let's go. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code rush hour. Again, it's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code rush hour for 30% off free and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code rush hour. Look, if you don't know anything about microdosing, it's it's you know something we've been talking about a lot here. It's about getting just the right amount of high. Okay, it's about feeling high, but not too high. And that's why they come in these little individual three milligram gummies. You know, some some companies have like the 10 milligram gummies and it's like, oh, you have to have a little bit of this or a little bit of that. How much is in here? Is there a CBD? All these other questions. It's all explained to you in Microdose. So go check that out. Microdose.com promo code rush hour. All right, let's dive into some other uh, stories regarding Golden Globes. Taylor Swift bounces early from the Golden Globes after awkward, after, excuse me, after award loss. Taylor Swift is waking up in an odd place for the first time in a long time. She did not win something. And there's evidence the Golden Globes loss and getting called out by host Joe Coy didn't sit well with her. Eagle-eyed fans noticed Taylor was nowhere to be seen in the crowd at the Beverly Hilton Sunday night after her Eras Tour film lost the cinematic in box office achievement category to Barbie. Folks started chiming in online with one saying, 90% sure Taylor has left the event. She hasn't been seen since Barbie. And another one added, she's so funny. So look, I mean, here's the deal. Taylor Swift was at the event for her award. She's allowed to leave. Uh, Travis Kelsey also was in Los Angeles for his football game. Maybe they just went out to dinner. Either way, Taylor Swift led the standing ovation for Barbie as it won the Golden Globe for cinematic and box office achievement. What a weird category. What like I don't even what does this even mean? 
So there she is. Uh, she was the first to stand up. Of course, look, look, no one, no one's more gracious than Taylor. She takes a loss well. She takes her wins well. For what it's worth, Taylor spot was spotted giving the Barbie casting crew with this standing ovation. And of course, this is probably gonna be the last clip we play from the Golden Globes. This was the moment where Joe Coy made a joke about her. But look, how could you not make a joke about Taylor Swift? You know what I mean? She's here um, in, in an award show where she's not normally at. This isn't the Billboard Music Award, whatever. And you know. She's one of the biggest stars in the world. You got to have to make a joke about her. We came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Here. Sorry about that. Okay, and then it was just a slow sip of her drinking her. Look, I, I kind of feel like she was in on it. She took the sip at the perfect time where it kind of felt like she was in on the roast. But either way, I mean, I don't know. Are we getting soft out here as a country where, like, these aren't even hard-hitting jokes? I don't. I truthfully don't know what people want. But I tell you this, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to do the Golden Globes. Holy cow. Who, who needs it? Literally, you're never going to see a stand-up comedian ever again host the Golden Globe. They're just not going to want to be a part of it. All right. Well, we got a lot of content to get to some Bachelor news. Uh, like I said, we have the Clayton Eckert updates and some more entertainment news. All that coming to you right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right, we'll get into the Bachelor updates in a minute, but let's just do a power recap of everyone who was at the Golden Globes. The night's final award goes to Oppenheimer. Epic drama Oppenheimer won the award for Best Picture Drama, closing out the night on Sunday with a statuette presented by Oprah. Director Christopher Nolan's producer wife Emma Thomas accepted the honor on behalf of the cast and crew. Lily Gladstone makes history with Golden Globes acting win. Killers of the Flower Moon star Lily Gladstone spoke in the Blackfeet language while making history as the winner of Best Female Actor Motion Picture Drama. She's the first indigenous actor to win in that category. In her speech, she called her victory historic while noting it doesn't belong to just me. Poor Things is the 2024 Golden Globe winner for Best Picture Musical Comedy. Holdover star Paul Giamatti wins Best Male Actor Motion Picture. By the way, he was spotted at In-N-Out... Um, at UCLA with his Golden Globe. If you want to find a celebrity, go to the In-N-Out in Westwood. I remember seeing, um, uh, oh, geez, what's her name there? Oh, what's her name from uh, uh, something about Mary? The star, the blonde. Okay, I, you, you, what, what is it? Cameron Diaz. Thank you. My wife yelled in the other room. Emma Stone gets some high profile hugs and more behind this behind the scenes moments. Uh, she wins. Uh, Emma Stone wins and gets hugs from Ryan Gosling and Jennifer Aniston. A hug and kiss from Taylor Swift. So good for her. Uh, Shiv Roy wins. Sarah Snook gets Globe for Best Television Female Actor Drama Series before Succession scores big drama victory. That's right. Succession is succeeding in getting all of the awards. Nicholas Cage gets a birthday shout out from Joe Coy. Good for him. The bear is the 2024 winner for best comedy series. I know some people said like, how the hell could the bear win for best comedy series? Because it's kind of a very like it, you know, a lot of, Good TV shows will dabble between comedy and drama, but The Bear is fantastic. Yes, Chef, have a listen. Well, I don't know why they chose me to speak. I think, I don't know if they believe that we will win, but I don't know, we're here now. Um, first off, I want to thank Chris Storr for creating this incredible show alongside Joanna Kahlo and all of our great writers. 
Senior, Tyson, Cooper, and every single production person in every department for being, not only being great at what you do, but also just being people who don't suck. Um, shout out to everyone at FX, Hulu, Disney, John Landgraf, Kate Lambert, Nick Grad, Eric Schreier, Dana Wald, and everybody. And also just want to say, most importantly, thank you to the entire restaurant community. You know, we play these characters for a couple of hours a day, for a couple of months out of the year. But this is y'all's reality, the highs and the lows. So thank you for embracing us while we, you know, tell this story. And um, yeah, I think that's all I got. There it is. Okay, so that's The Bear. Listen, it's on Hulu. If you haven't watched The Bear, you're missing out. It is wild. This show is nuts. It's about a Michelin star chef who goes back to his roots to work at a fast service kind of diner. It's fantastic. You're going to need to check this out. So kudos to The Bear for picking up that big win. And Beef also wins. Netflix show wins Best Limited Series. If you haven't caught Beef on Netflix, that's a wild show. Besties Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez spotted chatting during the show. Uh, okay, that's important news. And uh, I guess that's going to be it for our update there regarding the Golden Globes. All right, so the big story that we discussed on YouTube, and I guess I'll go a little bit briefer with you here, is that Nick Vial has announced he's going to be interviewing Clayton Eckerd on Thursday, a two-hour interview. I'll give you my thoughts on that after this clip. Have a listen. On Thursday, this Thursday, we have Clayton Eckhart with us. And for those of you who don't know who Clayton... I think he's, I think he's pronouncing his name wrong. It's Eckhard. He's pronouncing it like Eckhart Tolle. And Eckhart is, he was a former bachelor uh, a couple years ago and recently has been in the midst of a paternity scandal. Yeah, I would say that. He was accused of, of impregnating a, a, a person and then that person claimed to be pregnant with twins. It, it is the craziest story. I can't even comprehend it. Clayton is with us for two full hours on Thursday and he comes with every single detail <laughs> every single detail from beginning to end he is incredibly vulnerable receipts, receipts. he shows He's, screenshots it's, it's crazy it is a it is a if you thought you knew that story you don't know this story and it's and, and by the way, trust me, if you're a follower of mine, you know the story. Now, I shared the full clip from them. They mentioned like, is it true crime? Isn't it? They go, oh, it's not true crime. It's true crime. It's a story of crime. Right, folks? I mean, we've been following this. It's a story that's not exactly going away. I dropped several bombshells on today's Patreon. I know it's going to be a, a problem. We, we we had our stream going in and out. Did she call the uh, Con Ed to come cancel my internet? Is she involved with Time Warner here to get rid of my, you know, whatever? Uh, but now the truth is, is the story's not going away because... It's less about the truth, which is very important, but it's now about Jane Doe trying to, I guess, get the whole story scrubbed. I don't know. I mean, God bless her for the tenacity she has to keep this story going. Uh, she sent a cease and desist to the moderators of a Justice for Clayton subreddit. She had already gotten the subreddit removed that had her name in it. This subreddit doesn't even mention her name. She's accusing them of flagrant doxing and violation of privacy laws. She says, your deliberate publication of my sensitive personal data, including specific date and location of my upcoming legal deposition, is an egregious violation of both state and federal privacy laws. Such actions constitute illegal doxing, a criminal offense that jeopardizes my safety and privacy. By the way, these are public records that she's going to be deposed 
on January 17th, and it's not illegal to know that. She says it's harassment and psychological torture. She says the content used sanctioned, including the circulation of my personal suicidal note and police welfare check reports goes beyond harassment. It amounts to psychological torture and is prosecutable under various criminal statutes. I'll probably have a video tomorrow regarding this cease and desist. We've yet to see the... um, the uh, Reddit take action with this uh, subreddit, Justice for Clayton. But as you know, this subreddit has been formed to help get the truth out there. Um, and if it's uh, legal to do, then what country do we live in? I mean, these are the honest questions we have to ask. Uh, she ends by saying, your actions have constituted a clear, deliberate, and reprehensible violation of the law. You have willingly engaged in criminal activities, causing significant harm and trauma. This cease and desist order represents your final warning. Failure to heed this directive will result in the most aggressive legal response available under the law regards Janeth Dodo. That's it, folks. I mean, that's wild stuff. So for those wondering, why do we keep talking about it? It's because she seems to have no quit in her when it comes to keeping this story from getting to the public. And you have to understand, she's going to continue to come after me as one of the main sort of uh, people that is sharing these truths. So the best thing you can do to support us is make sure you're not only subscribed here, but follow me on Instagram at dneils. Go to the uh, go to my bio on Instagram, the link tree, which has the newsletter. You know, sign up for the newsletter because look. You hate to say it, but if you show up tomorrow and my YouTube channel's not there, you're going to need to know why and you're going to need to know where to go. And the most secure thing you can do is give me your email address so I can reach you if if the time comes that we really need to fight this thing uh, to a greater level. Uh, but I think, uh, I think the tides are turning. I made a YouTube video today which shared that this is the biggest week for Clayton Eckerd, not just because he's going on Nick Vile's podcast, which, you know, it's a top-ranked podcast in the world. I mean, it's a big deal for him. Not only that, but because we have several interviews with gigantic YouTube channels that uh, specifically follow the law and very salacious stories like this. I mean, I hate to say it. She keeps saying, why is my private life such interest to you? Well, because you made it this way, because you're suing me for harassment, uh, and you're only suing me because I've shared the truth. Well, we can't be silenced, and we'll continue to share the truth. And thanks to you guys out there, the platform keeps growing for people who want the truth. Appreciate you all. Now, we covered this yesterday. I was going to make a YouTube video today, but we just ran out of time. Christina Mandrell initially wants to propose to Braden Bowers with custom Neil Lane earrings. So my question now is this, will Christina present um, Braden with those earrings. I'm sure if Neil Lane gets involved with their uh, sort of uh, diamond bling, what they need to do is get like a diamond encrusted earring that also has a little bit of that um, uh, dream catcher sort of energy, the feathers that come from it. A, uh, it'll probably, I mean, to be quite honest, it'll probably look ugly as shit, but uh, what do you expect? You know what I mean? All right, look, I've got a couple more stories to get to. Uh, it's a pretty wild start to the week and we're going to get to those right after the break. 
I'd never covered this story because I didn't want to deal with how sad it is. And trust me, it is a sad story. And, you know, we got that review saying that our channel's too depressing now. But do you, did you see this story last week about the judge who was attacked? There was a judge who was attacked while doing the sort of ruling over, over the person that was there. They, they jumped over the wall and attacked Mary Kay Halthus, I believe is her name. Well, they're back in court. And, uh, now he has to face the same judge, which I think is just so badass of this judge. Here's the story. The man who brazenly attacked a Las Vegas judge was back in court to finally be given his sentencing, and it was handed down by the exact same judge he took down last week. Deborah Redden faced Judge Mary K. Halthen, uh, Deobra, well, I don't know how to pronounce his name, in Clark County District Court Monday, donning a face mask and covers over his hands, as well as guards on either side of him, probably for good reason considering what happened the last time around. Safe to say they're making sure there's no repeat attack here. As we reported, Redden shockingly dove over the raised bench to attack the judge last week while she was gearing up to sentence him for his attempted battery conviction. All right, so that's a judge. I mean, that is just a judge who knows her worth. Just a real, I mean, it's real sad she had to deal with that. But either way, let's end on a positive note, folks. I know it's been a tough day. For those who have been watching in the Patreon, it's been an absolute shitstorm over here on my end because... Um, we had some kind of bombshell news that came out, but I can't share it uh, in its entirety to protect the sources, but I did share what I could, which is very little, but at the same time, for those that have been enjoying the sort of creative process, I've been sharing it privately on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Uh, but I did want to end with a, some good news story, and this is the friendship of Susan and Kathy from Golden Bachelor. This was the morning after the Golden Globes, Is it, and this was them sort of reliving the moment. Kathy had her sunglasses on inside. You always love a lady with her sunglasses on inside. Here is their thoughts the morning after the Golden Wedding. Right, hold on. Oh, God, really? You're videoing this? This is us two days later. Here she comes. Here she comes. Uh, two days well, later. I still have my sunglasses Just on. wait. It is 90 degrees out, and Kathy's got a roaring fire. It's, no wonder I'm sick. It's ambiance. I'm, and I'm freezing to death. This girl has the air conditioner at 50. Do you hear my voice? She's sick. She made me sick. You know what it's you know what it's like to travel with a coworker and you don't have the same thermostat schedules. Well, I love that the Golden Bachelorette ladies are just uh, talking about two days after the wedding that they're just barely surviving. I I say, Kathy, you aren't just surviving; you're thriving. This is what it is to be golden. <laughs> this is what we look like. I mean, why wouldn't the single men out there want to slide in their RDL? I don't understand why we can't find a boyfriend. I don't know either. I make coffee for you. I'm dressed sexy. I mean, what's Wait, wrong? Now, you don't know the best part. So, I'm sick and bad. She orders me a meal, okay? Here it comes. I don't finish it all. Our wait, friend wait, Nancy wait. decides to put it outside. Can I just tell you the crows that are on our balcony right now? All right, the crows are on the balcony. You can go check them out. I I don't want the season of Golden Bachelor to end. I hope these ladies start podcasts. I hope they keep on talking. They are literally uh, my life force. I love them so much. I actually reached out to Faith Martin to do Driving with Dave. And just so you guys understand what we're working against, she said she would absolutely love to do it. All I had to do was get permission from the producers. I sent an email personally to the lady in charge and I got 
fucking crickets. That's what I'm working against, folks. They don't care about protecting uh, and, and elevating the experience for their audience. They don't care about that. They just care about control. They can't control me. They don't want Faith Martins on my podcast. It's a disgrace. They don't care. They should all be fired if you ask me. Do your flipping job and answer my emails and let me get Faith Martins on. I mean, I had a great person who wanted to do my show and they're not allowed to. Well, you know what? We'll just wait till their contract contract runs out and I'll do a golden bus. I will paint a bus golden and I will drive around with every dang contestant and we'll have a great show. Is that okay for you guys? Well, look, for those in the Patreon, I appreciate everyone sticking around. For those listening audio only, thank you so much for all the support. We have a great week ahead of you. It's my last week in Los Angeles. So I'm going to go eat a burrito, grab a taco and go watch the sunset. How about that? As always, we'll be back back bright and early tomorrow morning with more content. Uh, I really appreciate you guys sticking around. It means the world to me. We'll talk to you later. I'm Dave Neal. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.